It's no secret that women are underrepresented in so many places, whether it's conferences, online, job places, countries, like there are so many ways and places that women are underrepresented. But in this episode, I talk with Kelly Noble Marabella about how she is breaking down this barrier one chatbot at a time. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Women of YouTube podcast, where we are sharing stories of women YouTube creators in order to inspire other women to start creating. In each episode, we deep dive into why these women chose YouTube to create on, their struggles, their successes, and of course, get real about what happens when you're a female creator on the internet. This podcast is brought to you by TubeBuddy, your best friend on the road to YouTube success. Now let's get into it with your hostess, Desiree Martinez. What's up, ladies? Welcome to another episode of the Women of YouTube podcast. I am your host, as always, Desiree Martinez, and I am just so pumped to talk with you today. This episode just got me so fired up, like, re-listening to it. Uh, This is probably one of the last episodes I have um, from Social Media Marketing World, you know, back when we got to leave our houses and travel and talk to people. And I loved getting to talk with Kelly because Kelly is actually one of my OG women of YouTube. In fact, uh, the story about this is, is I reached out to Kelly back in like February of 2019 to do a panel with me with TubeBuddy to talk about women of YouTube and like why people should work with them, what it's like and, and all the kind of stuff because I wanted like a very, as much diversity as I could get. And I was like, you know what we need? A woman who talks about dude stuff, like quote unquote dude stuff, like coding and things where men are usually in the, the charge. And Kelly talks about chatbots. And for those of you that know, chatbots are a way that you can communicate with people without actually being present. You just have to put the right systems in place. And she has a whole YouTube channel about it that'll teach you how you can do it for your business and your brand. Um, and she's added such a good, like, feistiness and energy and and knowledge to it. And I just absolutely, I just, I just loved it. Like I couldn't, I loved it more if I tried. And so this talk with her was just so great and just get, will get you so fired up about like woman empowerment and, and continuing to create what for yourself and for the people that are listening and how you can be better and how you can level up and, and do all these awesome things. But one of the things that it did remind me about while listening to this podcast is when I was at Social Media Marketing World, TubeBuddy was kind enough to print off some really adorable stickers for the Women of YouTube podcast. And I want to give you one. So I want you to head over to Instagram and send me a DM like with your name and address. And I will send you one in the mail so that you can represent women of YouTube wherever you are. You can find me on Instagram at Mrs. Desiree Rose. That is M-R-S-D-E-S-I-R-E-E-R-O-S-E. And I will get you that sticker as soon as you get me that address. Thank you so much for being here and for being a part of all this. Let me give you a little back uh, story on Kelly. She's just a girl trying to teach people how to create Facebook Messenger chatbots and do Facebook Messenger marketing in a fun and easy to follow way. You can learn about chatbots and love all over her 80s-tastic style while she is educating you on how to do this seemingly complicated system. Let's dive into the episode and thanks again for listening. Welcome to our show, Kelly, my like women of YouTube OG, like right. the first panel with I me. I was on it, yeah. Yeah, so tell us, Kelly, why YouTube? I, I mean, it's kind of a silly question once you know what YouTube can do <laughs> because it's it's like the most powerful tool out there. Um, so about, I would say about two, oh gosh, maybe three years ago, time flies when you're having fun. 
I decided to transition my business. I was, I still own Stellar Media Marketing, agency that does social media management for people, but I wanted to do something different and I was really into messenger bots and I wanted to be known as the messenger bot person, right? So I actually hired Andrew and Pete and they're speaking at Social Media Market World as well and they're amazing. And they uh, had this meeting with me and I said, this is what I wanna do. What do you guys think? I'm thinking about doing YouTube, you know? I've been on YouTube since 2000 and gosh, eight, maybe 2007. And my channel had 90 people and I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Like every other marketer were like, yeah, sure, we put videos up, but nothing ever happened. So you didn't think it was powerful. And they kind of gave me some tips and they said, go all in, stop with the squirrels, focus on the platform and make that your obsession and really bring a unique twist. So I decided to do 80s style, like pop culture, messenger bot training. I was the only woman on the platform teaching this at the time. And what I found is that on YouTube, all of the trainings out there in my niche were like really long and drawn out, not well edited. And of course I had to be tortured through them while I was learning. I thought <laughs> we're gonna do this different. So I went out there with bright colors, pink lipstick, and got on YouTube and I would do a weekly training every Thursday and things started happening. And I became obsessed with YouTube because unlike the, what, 10 years that I was on there and I just threw mm -hmm. up a video and hope something happened, oh, it doesn't work. I actually started learning how to use the platform and I started growing my channel. I'm up to almost 6,000 subscribers, which for those of you who are like 6,000 is not that many. When you're doing Messenger Bot, which is such a small niche, it's kind of rock star. It's really amazing. The only um, pages that are bigger than mine that specialize it are like brands like ManyChat. Mm -hmm. So pretty sweet. So Which you're yeah. also like a trainer for. I, I am, so but I, I actually grew my channel before I, and my channel actually got me the ManyChat contract to be their trainer. And now I do videos on their YouTube channel as well. So yeah, I mean, when you say why YouTube, you don't know why till you really start using it in the way it's meant to be used and like kind of learn the game if you want. I look at YouTube as like this game of chess and I'm always trying to like if I move this piece here and if I how do I get this keyword and you know tools like TubeBuddy are <laughs> insanely useful for that because instead of having to guess and kind of do long tail research on what everyone's doing and how should I use keywords you really start thinking about it as this chess game of moving pieces around until you you know checkmate have a, a killer video that's really doing well and you could just kind of start repeating that formula. And I'll tell you, every time I, I just get better and better, every time I release a video because of that. I know things were getting really heated up in this episode, but I wanted to take a quick sec and make sure that you knew about the Women of YouTube community. This is a Facebook group focused on bringing us female creators together to help with any struggles that you might be having. You can ask questions and get answers from your fellow female creators, and of course, lift each other up along the way of our YouTube journeys. We also are going to have weekly office hours, monthly trainings on various topics to help you as a creator at any level. We're going to also have Ask Me Anything, some of our favorite YouTube creators, live channel reviews with TubeBuddy, and so much more. I would love it if you joined us, so please head over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash women of YouTube. I will also include a link to this group in those show notes. Okay, let's get back to the episode. 
what is it that you are doing for your business in relationships? Let's just dive into like the business of YouTube mm -hmm. for you. So obviously, you know, you mentioned that you now are like a certified educator with many chats. Obviously, like that that is part of your business. But how has it changed your business for you? And like, what are you continuing to grow from? Because great, of yeah, you do on YouTube. Yeah. So I mentioned that I was transitioning away from kind of being known as Stellar Media Marketing, and I wanted to be known for Baby Got Bot. That's my brand. <laughs> And YouTube was instrumental in making that uh, a reality um, because I was constantly on video with my brand, with my bright colors, bringing massive value. I was able to really create a brand that was fully searchable everywhere. I mean, it's the second largest search engine, but I'm found on Google. Mm -hmm. And I know that people are finding me there because I have a Facebook group that has solely been built by people on YouTube. Because in my intake question, I say, where are you finding me? And I would say at least 90% of the people are saying YouTube video, YouTube channel. So um, for my, from a business perspective and branding, it has really given me a place, like a platform where I can really shine and grow and transition my brand to more of this like really bright baby got bought. But also in the money making aspect of it, because of the recognition that I was getting and because of my brand being so strong and very clear I was able to land the many chat contract to do their course and I'm going to do another course for them. I was able to, even in my videos, I do a call to action at the end of my videos. Hey, I have this guide. It's like a $10 guide. Go check it out. Or I did a video yes, uh, last week talking about how to do chat agencies and like all the top tips that people keep asking me questions. I'm going to answer them all in this video. And then I transition that into my coaches program and I'm an affiliate for them. So, hey, you guys, get, they gave me a dollar for you guys to, you know, like a dollar to get in and try it because they're my coaches. And so I'm able to make these brand partnerships with my videos in a way that I'm making money just from posting a video. But it's not just, it, you know, a lot of people do affiliate stuff on YouTube, but mine are like naturally aligned. So it's so powerful and so organic. People don't feel like they're being sold to. They're like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, it makes sense. I'm going to go sign up for that. Yeah. That's just like huge. So talk to us about so many people like get all excited about becoming like a YouTuber because uh -huh. they're like, oh my gosh, I get to be a YouTuber and I can make so much money mm, by mm. like, <laughs> let me get so many sponsors, just make all of my money by like pushing products, right? When, you know, those of us that are in it are like, if only it were that easy. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, right? And so I obviously cute. make millions of dollars off of my 10,000 views, right? Mm, or something like that. Mm. So talk to us about how you've been able to find brand partners. Like, so what yeah. are some advice, like what's some advice that you have for people who are obviously they put the you know the blood sweat and tears into that YouTube channel that got it to a good place it's performing it's got you know whatever the whatever the standards you put in place for like a certain number of subs or watch time and stuff like how do you find brand partners sure so that you also can like be genuine to who you are and what your brand is about right I would say first and foremost don't make the mistake of going into YouTube thinking you're gonna make money from YouTube Right. Like a lot of people are like, oh, ad dollars. Everyone wants to be the next YouTuber. So they get ad dollars, get monetized. And like you guys, I make like maybe three hundred dollars a month on ads. Like, and I'm and when I first made my first like 10 bucks, I was like, whoa, I can make. I did not even get into it I for the ad dollars. Post. I, I was that. like, what just happened? Like, this is a thing. <laughs> OK, so <laughs> I, mean, I see that as like side perk that pays for all the tools that I use to make my mm -hmm. videos awesome. Right. Uh, so it's a wash. But in terms of finding sponsorships. I don't find that sponsors just come up to you unless you're like the largest 
like toy the kid you know like who they, he opens toys on his oh yeah and everyone's like oh yeah justin or whatever yeah, I don't even know. All, all the toys r us is coming up to him toys r us is no longer but you know the toys company's like oh yeah we want you we want you to be our sponsor or we want to be your sponsor that's not how it works for us normal folk so you got to put some hustle in and just like go to conferences um desiree saw me doing this but you know i just went up to tubebuddy i love the brand i use them I'm like hey you guys I, are you doing a pon uh, brand thing? Like, how can we become aligned? I really love your brand. So genuinely going to the brands and saying, do you have some kind of ambassador program or sponsorship program? I, I, do you think we could make a good partnership? And how can we make it a win-win? Don't go in it to, oh, I'm hot stuff and I got all these views and, you know, you, you'd be stupid to not align with me. It's really, it has to be a win-win. Otherwise, they're going to be like, why are we... Why are we even talking to you? I even think, too, that it helps to be like a fan of it like a does. brand. Like, I know for you, it was just total sense for ManyChat to be like. Yeah. I remember listening to you talk. I remember you and I talking about, like, how you went to ManyChat. Because you went to them and, like, guys, your videos are terrible. <laughs> and you know that I'm, like, your girl. Like, how can we, like, figure this out together? Yeah. And it's sort of that, like, you know I love you. It's like, but I love you, but we need it. Like, I, but it's, it's not even like a butt because butt can be like, you suck. But well, like I mean, it's like, I, I love you. <laughs> let me help make you I actually better. did tell them they sucked, but, you know. <laughs> I, I hear that because there are some brands that are out there that, you know, I'm lining myself I mean, with they it's rock. the same way. It's just their content sucked. And it's also, it's like that border. And, like, I think it's sort of like, it's one of those things that when it comes to a lot of brands, especially in our field of, like, techie stuff mm -hmm. and tools and stuff, they're, like, really great developers, but they're, like, really bad marketers. Yeah. Which is always, like, yes. interesting. They just need, like, the right person to, like, helping now and like you have to present them with that value to exactly like show you what that's about exactly and a lot of these brands like you said they're out there they're trying to have their own youtube channel they're trying to do their own thing but a lot of times it comes off as kind of promotional coming from the brand mm -hmm. so when you align with a youtuber or a i don't want to say influencer because i would never call myself an influencer i don't see myself that way i'm just i call myself a content creator yeah so i'm out there creating content you know you're out there creating content when we're telling their story, people are more inclined to listen because it seems more authentic coming from someone who is genuinely excited about the brand. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't come off as like, oh, you should go buy this. It's on sale. It's I more of like, here's how I use it. And this is how you can use it and apply it to your business. And it's awesome. And you're going to love it. And by the way, they're hooking you up with like a free trial. And yeah, one of the things that I love that you and I have talked about is you said 2020 is going to be year the influencer dies, but the evangelist rises. Yeah. And I always like that always like stuck in my mind because it's like, yeah, that's so true. Because, you know, being an influencer, it's all about like positioning yourself and an audience around who you are, what you're about, what your story mm -hmm. is. Right. Like how people can relate to you authentically and genuinely. And the evangelists are going to be the people that are going to really help. Like, I truly love this product. And so it's rather than it being like one-off mm -hmm. partnerships, exactly. what influencers are, evangelism is very ongoing. It like becomes a part of the story, the whole is. story. The, the person story, the yeah. evangelist story, for sure. So one of the things that I love about you, which is why I've, I asked you to be on my first panel, is that you are a woman in a predominantly mm -hmm. male space. Mm -hmm. Like coding and developing and chatbots and stuff like uh, we have both sat through endlessly terrible presentations and mm. it's always these dudes that are just like, let's talk above everybody's head and algorithms and data. And like, why don't you know what all of these words and terms are? Like, why? Like, like there's almost like a prereq yeah. to going into their conversation. Right. And then there's you where it's just like, 
I'm a normal person. I'm a normal business person. Like I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm. I have this quirk about me, and I, you know, I I love bright colors and lipstick and all this stuff. And you found a way to make chatbots of all of the things in the world entertaining to consume mm -hmm. and learn from and, and implement because I can test I am a testimonial to Kelly because I have used these myself I've gone through these trainings so how have you had how has it been for you as a woman in this male space like have you like how has it helped you how has it hurt you like what are the problems that you face sure so I am really fortunate because the chat marketing space as a very small niche is actually very, um, there's a, a lot of women in our space. We've got people like Molly Mahoney and Mackenzie Lieberman and like really strong women who are making a name for themselves. So at least in the many chat community, women are very accepted, which I'm very lucky, but is in digital marketing as a whole, you don't see that. There's a lot of that, what we call bro marketing, like you said, right? And I think that's something that women bring to the table is that we are able to um, be more approachable in, an, in a way. Like you said, people are like always talking over you and mansplaining, if you will. <laughs> and we, we do, we make it more approachable in a way that you don't feel bad because you don't know. Like I'm never gonna judge someone because they don't know because they're coming to my video. Like you're coming to my video so you can learn. So I'm accepting you. So, you know, there hasn't been that kind of challenge, but in the overall world of digital marketing, there's definitely a lot of challenges for being taken seriously, especially as, I mean, I am 39 years old, but I, I look a little younger. So people are like, oh, she's this young blonde girl, you know? And so I've always struggled against that. Like, what, what do you know? Like, oh, get me a cup of coffee kind of thing. And, um, and fortunately I'm a very strong willed person and I might look like a little blonde girl, but you don't want to say that to my face. And I will definitely like rep my ladies. So one of the things I really believe passionately in, and actually I was on a, a, um, a panel at Many Chats Conference and they asked us of the, qu the question, the dreaded question of all women panel is, how do you juggle it all with your, you know, with your families? And my answer was just like my male counterparts, we get it done. And just, it just annoys me when, if you're going to ask me questions, ask me questions that men get asked. But we do. We have these kind of things where people are kind of pushing at us, like, let's get over that. How do you do that. it even though you're a I woman? Even though you have boobs. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on your podcast. <laughs> uh, this is the Women of YouTube podcast. <laughs> yes, There's girl. Yes. not so, that barrier. <laughs> but it is kind of funny when, you know, how do you get taken seriously? You do have to fight a little harder. You have to prove yourself a little more. And I've had to, in, in stories I can't even tell here because I don't want to, like, call out people, but there have been situations in the field where I have had to prove myself so much that it, you, it would be stupid of you to not recognize me as who I am, you know, as, as my skill set. But I've had to go so much further than my male counterparts to get stages, for instance, or to be heard because I am a woman and th those people would never admit that the reason is. Mm -hmm. But if you just look at the grand picture of who's getting these positions, who's getting that recognition, it's not that hard to put two and two together. No, I hear you. I, I face it all the time in the exact same thing, like with speaking gigs, like some conferences are better. Like they really do. Or like we're going to do everything in our power to have a 50, 50 split. Mm -hmm. That way it's, it's an, and it, I think it's, and the people will always make the argument, especially when it comes to speaking or really anything, 
where it's like, well, it shouldn't matter if you're a man or a woman. Mm-hmm. It should be about if you're the best person to talk about it. And if a woman isn't the best person to talk about it, then they shouldn't be talking about right? it. Right. And it's like, no, that's not. If that were the case, sweetheart, I'd have been on the stage last year. I'm just going to tell all you listeners right now, bar none, I'm the best at what I do. You there are. are some amazing women and there are some amazing men. But for what I do, I'm the best. And that might sound and that's the thing. I'm going to I'm going to do something that women shouldn't have to do. That might sound conceited. That might sound like I'm bragging on myself. No, 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 no. A man sits here and he says that. Everyone's like, yeah, you are. Yeah, you're the man. Yeah, you're the man. Well, you're so, the woman for sure. Uh, my so. encouragement to all the ladies out there is you get out there and you start saying no. I am the best. Mm-hmm. I deserve this and own it. And you need this. Like you need me. Like you would be like your conference will literally suffer. Yeah. If I am not. People there. are wondering. They're make you. You look bad. People are wondering why I'm not there. They're asking me and you know, they're talking. You don't want them to talk like that. Nope. You don't. Like I said, <laughs> I've been at, I've been at conferences with, with women and we've had some heated discussion mm-hmm. that had caused this slack where people like, uh, again, not people, it's men. <laughs> and they're like, why are you bad mouthing this conference? Like, why would you say anything bad? Like this, it's 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 you're so privileged to be here as an attendee mm. and all that. So I was like, mm. I'm not saying this conference is bad. I'm saying this conference is missing something important. Mm-hmm. There's a very big difference. I can like something and have a problem with it at yes. the same time. Yes, we need more women. We mean we need more women of color. Yes, and we need to advocate for each other. So you know, mad props to the men who do listen to this because there are men out there who are advocating yeah. for us. So we I've, it takes I've it takes to everybody. I've been handing out my uh, two buddy was kind enough to print off me a bunch of women of YouTube stickers. And I've been handing them to men and be like, be a feminist. You can do it. Rock the sticker. Right. I and love they're all it. like, all right, I got this. You love know, it, they love, love it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to take a quick minute and thank you for listening with a little something something from TubeBuddy. If you don't know, TubeBuddy is a free browser extension and mobile app for your YouTube account that helps you with finding the best keywords, create titles, A-B test your thumbnails, provides you with analytics, milestones, reporting, and so much more. If you have been inspired by the stories in today's podcast and you're ready to start creating, you don't want to do it without TubeBuddy. Get signed up with this free service at TubeBuddy.com forward slash women. Right, so let's dive into some technical stuff. Talk yeah. to uh, us about like what you use to record, how you edit, like what's oh, your promotional processes? Because every what I love what I love about this podcast is like everyone does it different. Yeah, and I love hearing like people's stories. So go ahead. What's your? I story? do. I get a lot of questions in my messenger bot community about how I do my videos. So it's fun to talk about. So I'm a big bachelor. You know, I have two little kids, so it's hard to like always be shooting. And my goal this year is to put two YouTube videos out a week instead of one. And so far, I'm doing it, which is crazy. That was my same thing this year, too. So crazy. And I just (laughs) got over bronchitis. My daughter just got over pneumonia. So to do that is crazy. So key tip number one, batch. So I use a um, Canon T6i camera, which I bought last year, which transformed my videos. I was using my Android S9, which, you know, at at the time, I was like, this, these are great. Woo, woo, girl, I got that camera, and it was like night and day. The only difference is you can really see my, my wrinkles, but it's fine. It's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm embracing. So I'll batch. So I'll shoot like, you know, four videos. I'll, first, I script everything. I use a teleprompter. I don't recommend a teleprompter for everyone because it's very difficult to look like you're natural and not just reading. But I bring like extra, extra, extra um, energy. 
And if you can do it, it does save you a ton of time in editing. So I have a teleprompter, I set up the camera, I'll shoot like, let's say four videos. Um, and then that's like one day of, that's the project I'm working on today. So then the next day, I'm gonna go through all the videos. I use uh, Final Cut Pro on my iMac and I will edit them in there. I went out and bought you know, all the cool little transitions I like to use and the lower thirds and I'm still learning. The whole process is learning, but it's a fun process. So, um, you know, it's always just trying to learn the new technique and playing with it and being okay with like not everything has to look exactly the same and my audience is cool as long as the content's good until I fine tune it enough. Are most so. of your videos tutorials too? So it's like you in the beginning and the end and like the computer yes. in the middle of it? Yeah, so the formula for me, because I do tutorials, is all uh, one big tip I will say that I actually learned from Brian G. Johnson is the very first line should be today this is what we're going to talk about like the hook right yeah so always now i get on it's my face today i'm going to talk to you about how to use qr codes um and then cue the cue the intro you know and we do i do a quick intro and then which i might actually experiment cutting i I'm actually still, i cut mine for this yeah, year and I'm it's still, performed massively well I'm, for me i'm thinking that you know and this is what i'm saying is like always be okay with testing and never never stay the same exactly never. never so I'm actually thinking about um, completely getting rid of the intro so that'll be something I'll be testing soon and then we jump into a little bit more of the depth of today this is what you're gonna learn here's why and so one of the other things I do is when I have a long kind of explanation I will do um, a graphic on my screen that says to skip straight to the tutorial go to this timestamp and that has helped a lot because some people do want the, well, why are we doing this and how does it apply? Because it's very technical they stuff. They want the theory of yeah. it. And then some people are like, I just want to know how to make the QR code, right? So then it goes right into my screen share, which I use Camtasia to shoot and edit those. Okay, so I got to ask, by putting the timestamp of when the tutorial starts, how does that help your watch time? It actually has helped considerably because there's a, there, there were a lot of people, maybe not a lot, but enough people that I took notice that would comment like, oh my gosh, you won't shut up. People would put my, like when it starts in the comments yeah. of my it, Yes, you know, that that was when I actually started thinking about maybe I should add the timestamp because people would do that. I actually was watching Philly D, who's a big YouTuber that does like news and stuff. And I've followed Philly since forever. <laughs> forever. He's a monkey guy. I love him. <laughs> um, and that's something he did in his videos is he would have a graphic on his screen during his intro and it would say, you know, we're talking about this topic at this time. And he didn't have to say it because that's very difficult to shoot and try to figure out where that time yeah, stamp right. is. But I thought to myself, between what you said, someone mentioned it and that was like, it clicked. I'm going to start doing that. So if I have that long thing, I do that. That really helps with my, um, my watch time. And then it goes into the tutorial and it comes out of the tutorial and, uh, you know, I start, you know, this is what you learned. If you want to learn more, do the call to action on, you know, my guidebook, connect with me, all the call to actions. And then something else I learned from, I don't know who it was who taught this, probably one of the two buddy guys, but they, were, they said, don't play music, your outro music until like, like you're ready for people to leave. Because as soon as you say, first of all, as soon as you say, hey, thanks guys, and you still have things to say, as soon as you say thanks guys or have outro music, people are out. They're like, yeah, oh, Tim you're Tim Schmoyer is all about that. Like, just like lead all, like don't like, keep like list. Going. Like don't list, don't say, and lastly, like yeah, you don't just, do that. Like just, just keep, drop off. Just keep like drive going. It, and like, if you're gonna draw attention to another video, make sure it's kind of like part of what you're talking about. Yes. And then be like, you're done. Yes, and another <sighs> thing, if you do have another video that pertains to what you're talking about, at the very beginning, when you're in your intro section, 
And stay tuned to the end because I'm going to give you more resources that are going to help you get this even better, nice. you know, or how to grow this even more. I never thought to do that. I'm going to have to remember get that. Get it, girl. Yeah. So you talked about opt-ins, which I love. Mm -hmm. I'm a big, big advocate of yeah. doing an opt-in. Have you found results with putting your, like, call to action to, like, download your thing or buy your guide or whatever to have better results near the front of your, before your tutorial, after your tutorial? I don't do it. I haven't tested it yet, so it is worth testing. In my mind, I don't know, and this is why you should test and not just make assumptions, but in my mind, I think, well, it, I don't want to scare people away thinking it's a promotional video from the get-go, mm -hmm. so I'm afraid it will scare people away. But if the video directly pertained to what I was talking to, to the yep. – lead magnet I would say I would probably say what I said before is stay tuned to the end because I'm going to give you a, a guide to go with this you know so I'll preference it but I probably wouldn't say down in the comments nice. just yet but I might test it you never know you go. see always be testing always see, be testing even us active YouTubers don't even have all the answers we just mm -hmm. have things that we're doing that we're sharing you and we're always trying to do something new mm -hmm. always doing something new so talk to us about your favorite YouTubers? Who are some of your favorite lady YouTubers? Mm. Mm. I don't watch a lot of YouTube myself. I just... <laughs> that uh, is not okay. I don't watch a lot of women YouTubers either because there's not that many. Um, that so do you think it's just because of like what you're interested in? Yeah, I'm not... So there's a lot <coughs> of... Uh, well, Amy Schmeier, right? Um, Schmidt Tower. Schmidt Tower. I never could say her it's name. It's Landino. Oh, it a is Landino. Easier. So much easier. Amy I love her because she's more lifestyle, right? And like brand and business and women and that one is a really good uh youtube channel i just don't do a lot with like makeup and hair and like all those things so it's so unfortunate that like that's like where our default setting goes to like oh, i don't really care about makeup but then you're like you know what but that's there the are some but it's, it's hard to find them you know it's really hard to find because there aren't as many as we would the like algorithm well and you maybe you could even argue that this because mm -hmm. of what you do with your YouTube channel means you're also seeing what other people in that space are doing. Mm -hmm. So your algorithm might just be feeding you more men. That's true. So you might not like have that opportunity to really n be exposed to yeah. other like female creators. That's so true. maybe that should be your also your next challenge. Like find like find other people. Find like a subject doing. that has nothing to do with marketing. Yeah. And see what dudes you can what girls you can find. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a great topic. Um <laughs> as far as like just in general who I watch, obviously Philly D I mentioned and Damien Ross. I love I love D. Oh yeah, D and the road good. the road to one thousand is a and it's an underrated channel. But he's not doing like what we do where we're obsessing over the growth yeah, and how he's just posting he's just post posting every day truth. and the process of it and stuff. And even Roberto Blake um talked about that earlier is like if you're getting started just do something every day just to get in the process of it. You don't don't go for views. Go for how you can grow as a creator. Mm -hmm. Because, man, if you saw my videos, like my first video was uploaded to YouTube like in 2008, I think, that you can find. I'm on a Deloitte de And it is brutal. You keep it up there, though, to, it is to remind you where It's not you even come. on my channel. It's on, oh. like, a, for a company I used to work for. But I know where to find it, and it's in my maiden name. Um, so I'll go back and like remind myself every once in a while. <laughs> I'm not terrible at this. I've come so far. Right. Well, even when I started this channel to where I am today. Mm. So it's you have to be cool with the growth. Like be okay with beginning. That's smart. Very smart. <laughs> so what do you think is something that if someone's getting started with YouTube, like what they need to tap into so that they can find success outside of like just getting started, outside of, you know, getting over their fear of tech. What yeah. is it? <laughs> Just get in front of a camera. <laughs> um, I would say get, you know, st you can start with your phone. Lighting is important. 
and sound is important. Those are the two, uh, the two big ones. And, um, and then outside of that, just like start shooting. Like I said, get into the process of shooting and uploading and learning and just become obsessed with it. Like I use, I follow Brian G. Johnson. I follow everything that um, TubeBuddy's doing. Um, I've, I've used Morning Fame. Like I've used all the tools. I've, you know, just how, how do I play with this? How do I get these tools? So when you're just starting, you're starting at the beginning just first just get get going get your videos down start playing with some video editing a really great beginner video editing tool is called Filmora and it's perfect for people who don't have that's where I started I mm -hmm. used Filmora first and everyone was like where who's doing your videos they're amazing I was like oh my gosh Filmora is so easy mm -mm. so that's good for like beginners and stuff and then as you grow and as you learn you just that's when you keep moving up to the more techie 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 got it but start small Start with one goal and then go from there. You think there's room on YouTube for new creators? Always. Always. Everyone's always saying, like, oh, it's so hard to break in. And I don't think it's that. It's that you it have to commit to it. Right. Yeah, it's a commitment. But also, you got to, instead of saying, well, it's oversaturated in this niche. It's not because there's no one like you. But how are you different than everyone else? So that's why, you know, I come out. Obviously, I was one of the only women. So that's one. But I have mostly men viewers, so that's not the reason people are tuning in. But I am also known for very bright colors, very high, high energy that comes across in my videos, but also very, very clear and very well edited videos. And when I say well edited, I'm not talking about the transition. I'm like, there is not an um in my video. There is not a breath. If I'm, if in when I'm editing, if I'm like, and about to talk, the <laughs> out, I take out everything that's unnecessary and I will even cut out pieces of the training if I'm like this isn't necessary no one's going to stay this long right. you have to it's all about how are you going to make your videos better than everyone else so that the end user has to come back it's all about the content and how you are different so awesome how can people find you on the YouTubes uh, in the YouTubes I am uh, stellar 24 7 s-t-e-l-l-a-r 247 or you can search baby got bot nice thanks for being on I appreciate you thanks for having me this was fun always Thank you for listening to the Women of YouTube podcast. We would love to know what you thought about this latest episode. So make sure to tag us with hashtag Women of YouTube with your thoughts. And if you really love this episode, be sure to leave us a review on iTunes to make the podcast gods and Phil over at TubeBuddy happy.